<laughs> hey, everybody. Um, welcome to episode 56 of the Swap Food Podcast. It is Sunday, uh, May the 18th, and I'm Mr. Swap Food. And I'm Miss Swap Fu, and welcome. <laughs> welcome. It's so good to have you guys here. Absolutely. Um, uh, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you very much for listening to our podcast, uh, and uh, we appreciate we appreciate each and every one of you. Um, you know, thank you for listening to us, and we're just glad we get to do this and share this with everybody. So, so we're going to spend the next few minutes kind of catching you up on our experiences in the lifestyle, right? And uh, trying to talk about what's going on and what we're experiencing and uh, what has experienced us. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so what do we want to talk about first? Do we want to talk about what we've been up to? Well, or? we have kind of a short list okay. of what's been going on as far as our activities. Yes. And I feel like a, I feel like a parent that's, you know, has children active. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have some things that we have been uh, attending regularly. Yes. And uh, and and uh, participating in, in the lifestyle. And we want to share a little bit about those things with you. Sure. So the first one is Girls Uncorked. And you know, uh, you've heard us talk a lot about Girls Uncorked in the past. And I have recently become chapter hostess of Girls Uncorked. Yes. Thank you. Um, I was very apprehensive about taking over the responsibility, but it has come to fruition that, you know, in the last two or three months that I've been uh, doing it, that I appreciate and love the opportunity to uh, participate in such a good and healthy way in the lifestyle with other women in the lifestyle. And it's been a lot of fun. You like the, uh, the idea of building community and understanding and communication and everything with all the lovely ladies who are in the lifestyle, right? Yeah. And yeah. I think that a lot of that um, realization has come from you, mm-hmm. uh, just kind of internalizing the idea of what the purpose of Girls Uncorked is. And right. The um the weight of the uh the um community and the lifestyle that this you know provides and participates in the lifestyle and I and I just have been having a really good time doing it. Awesome, awesome. Well, I, I think that I've been I've been proud to I've been proud to witness it and you know from what everything that I heard you're doing a really good job. Well, you're probably not going to hear if I if I didn't do a good job. <laughs> But I, I don't know. I've been having a good time. I take I take the responsibility very seriously. Yes. And uh, you know, I feel like it's a it's a weight on my shoulders, but it's a weight that I um willingly accept and yes. I and I take great pride in providing good, you know, community service to mm-hmm. my fellow uh swinger ladies. Yes. Um for those of you that are not aware of Girls Uncorked, it is a uh it is a community that is created through Cassidy. Um, if you go to Cassidy.com, you can uh, find out more information about girls. No, it's girlsuncourt.com. Right. You can find out more information and it is basically a community of ladies that are sex positive or in the lifestyle. And once a month we get together and drink wine and just talk. And it's a really, you know, I hear so many great things when ladies show up to uh, girls uncorked about how much they enjoy the community that it just makes me feel good. That yeah. it's a it's a great service that um, Cassidy provides. Yeah. So, um, with that said, I want to I want to um, just acknowledge that there is a new girls on court community that has recently started in the Hill Country. So in the Hill Country, right? Yeah, Hill Country, Texas. Girls so now we have Austin, San Antonio, and Hill Country. Yes, for all the ladies that are like north of San Antonio, right. That are kind of out in the um, rural areas. I think I, th- I think it covers Colleen too. 
It might. Yeah. You'd have to go and check out the community to see like what all it, it the um, geographical area mm-hmm. that it covers, but it's it's quite a bit because yeah. it's encompassing a lot of um, areas just due to the lack of density in those areas. Sure, so sure. it gives an opportunity for women in more rural areas to get together once a month. Oh, cool. And you said they posted pictures of their first uh, meeting. Um, no, okay. I, I didn't see any pictures, okay. but um, if you live north of San Antonio and kind of the Texas Hill Country, you can uh, go online again and find out more about that mm-hmm. Girls in Court chapter. Also, I wanted to shout out to a San Antonio Girls in Court member who is moving, um, unfortunately, and we're going to miss them uh, a lot, but her and her husband are moving to St. Louis area, and she will be starting a Girls Uncorked uh, chapter in St. Louis. In St. Louis, because they don't currently have anything even close, I don't think. So, the other goal, I think the nearest one may be in Kansas City, but like, yeah. That's far. That's far, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, they they are online shy, quiet couple. Mm-hmm. On Cassidy, right? Shy, yes. quiet couple. Yeah. And uh, they're leaving San Antonio very soon, and will be moving to St. Louis for career opportunities, and uh, they will be starting a girls in court chapter there so if you're in the st louis area we hope you will reach out to a shy quiet couple yep and, because they won't reach out to you because they're shy and quiet yes. <laughs> we hope you reach out to shy quiet couple and uh and uh, welcome them into your area we yeah. will miss them very very much okay so all right oh uh the next thing is that we wanted to give a uh, you just announced that we're going to we're going to go be going to Dallas uh, to attend a meet and greet on the thirty first, and that's with the average swingers. And then we'll be meeting with them again in Austin on um, September thirteenth. Yes. So, so travel plans are in our future. Yeah, travel plans are in our future, and I, I think that the intention is to um, the obviously the meet and greet in Dallas is kind of open to, to everybody. Have hot, dirty, nasty sex <laughs> with average swingers. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, but, and then the Austin, the Austin trip is is actually a celebration of my birthday and and Miss average swingers. yeah Angie's birthday so yeah very good so and yeah we'll keep you posted on that um, as it gets closer and where we're gonna meet and all that other stuff so the fir- the next one is in Dallas the first one is in Dallas Euless actually M- May thirty yeah. first yeah May thirty first correct and then the and then the one after that is September thirteenth okay but in between that what are we doing. Um, oh, so shout out to the average swingers, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Hi. Hi. We're looking forward to sexing you. <laughs> I mean, meeting you. Meeting you, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, in between that, in between that, those two um, trips, what will, we, what will we be doing? There's something coming up, I know. It's in, oh, it's in August. I know in August we're going to um, Naughty in Nolens. But that's a, that's a, that's in our closing. Oh, okay. I thought that, that's the, peop- that's the yeah. paper you handed me. Yeah, yeah. I oh. think that says open. Okay. Okay. <laughs> open, open, open. Oh, okay. So, um, uh, oh yeah, we wanted to, in the opening, we wanted to mention that you've been getting a lot of questions regarding you, Miss Webb, who have been getting questions regarding the black rings. Uh, it came up. It came up, right? <laughs> so that's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, the black rings obviously is, is a symbol, a way to symbolize your, or identify other people who are in the lifestyle. Uh, you can find more information on blackringrighthand.com. Um, There's also a Black Ring Twitter account. There's a Black Ring Twitter account. That's B L K R I N G. Okay. Yeah. 
I'll put not l- at twitter.com. No. <laughs> I know, right, no. I'll put links to all that stuff in okay, the in Twitter, the show notes. Backslash, whatever. Yeah. But there's also a Cassidy Black Ring. There's a Cassidy account. Black Ring account. Yeah. So, so educate yourselves about the Black Ring and wear your, your wear yours with pride. I, I know I do. I lost mine. Ah, we have to get to I lost it, but I don't feel bad because I feel worse because I lost it at the same time I lost a James Avery ring. Oh, okay. So it's like, okay, I feel more bad about losing a James Avery ring. I think, I think you're just not meant to wear rings on your on your right hand. I'm just terrible with jewelry. That's why I don't like expensive jewelry because yep. there's nothing worse than feeling guilty about losing something expensive. And so I just, I like uh, inexpensive jewelry. Not cheap jewelry, but right. you know, it, medium price. Medium price jewelry, <laughs> yep. So, or ski crystals. <laughs> so, so I lucked out with that. Um, but, uh, you know, I, all of my gifts to you are, are heartfelt. Yes, yeah. I know. And they're given with love. Thank you. Yeah, and and uh, I don't think I've lost anything that you've given me except the nearing here and there. <laughs> and, and, and your wedding ring. <laughs> that came off in the river. That wasn't my fault. <laughs> I didn't lose it. Uh, I mean, I consciously lost it. I didn't just like turn up one day and was like, wow, I haven't seen that in a while. (laughs) It actually floated off of my finger in the river. It floated by That's what I get for getting skinnier. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Um, So, eat more cake. So, yeah, kind of busy, busy summer coming up for us generally. And we'll probably throw in a party here or there and, you know. Last night we had an impromptu party. Yeah, a little impromptu get together. It was kind of cool. We just kind of got up yesterday morning and we're, we're like, well, we want to hang out at home. Um, well, let's invite a few friends. And we ended up with like 15 couples at the house. Yep. And that was a freaking good time. It was a fucking good time. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. Thank oh. you to all, all our listeners who are here. Yes. And <laughs> thank you to uh, Camo and Lace for making that happening because, um, you know. It, oh, Mr. Camo and Lace. Uh, I guess he's Mr. I guess he's Camel. And he, he is uh, definitely Camel. Yeah. So he, um, he's not Mr. Lace. He might be Mr. Tutu, but that's another that's story. That's a different story. Yeah. He, uh, he, um, he helped, you know, helped me fix the heater that, that we had so much problems with all the time. So yeah, our heater is rocking and thank you very much to him for that. Not fixing, but replacing, actually. replacing it. Yeah. We so. ordered, a, I ordered a new heater on Amazon prime and, uh, he, uh, <laughs> And he he installed it, so that was very cool. Thank you very much. I learned something. Uh, I learned I learned a couple things about PVC. So thank you, Mr. Camo and Leith. Yep. Um, the other thing that we wanted to mention were was that Cassidy. Okay, so we're only down. We're down to one club in San Antonio. All we have is players, San Antonio. Unfortunately, um, I always prefer it when there's two clubs so that you can have some competition between the two. And you but have options. You have options. You know, maybe maybe a little bit of a different crowd in one or versus the other. Anyway, we're down to players for now. Uh, but the nice thing is that they're now having the Cassidy meet and greets there. So Cassidy, is, their, their monthly meet and greet is happening at players on Fridays. Um, what Friday is it? Whatever. whatever. It's the third. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you it's yeah. the third Friday of the month because okay, it's always the Friday after girls on court. That's right. Girls on court is the third Thursday of the month. So on Thursdays there's girls on court. And then on Friday there's Cassidy meet and greet. My suggestion would be to move that meet and greet to the last Thursday, Friday, Friday of the month. So it you has can to be kind of the, split those things up. Why does it have to be a Friday? I know. We we have a hard time getting out on Friday to party party because it's like it's a long week and you're exhausted by the time 5 yeah. o'clock on Friday comes. And it's like you just want to chill out and it's hard to get like re-motivated to. So we just usually go and have, you know. Happy hour. Happy hour and a light dinner and call it a night on Fridays. 
unfortunately, but we would love to be able to go. But the thing is, it comes on the heels of Girls Uncorked right. on that Thursday. Yeah, so we have a late night followed by another late night. Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> We're old and lame. Yeah. But hey, how about players if you have it on the fourth Friday of the month? That right. would be awesome. And then that would kind of break up some you know, play options. Yes. That would be very cool. Yep. So anyway, thank you, players, uh, for hosting. Mm-hmm. The Cassidy meet and greet whenever day that you choose to have it because it's it's a good time. We did go the first one, the first one, and, and we had an awesome time. Right, the, and the club looks great. It does. Yeah. Okay, so what else we got? All right, so onto the topic. Onto the topic. Yay! <laughs> so the, what is the what is the grouch of the day? <laughs> the what? The, is it, are we being grouchy? No. no. Oh yeah, okay. the gri- Oh yeah, the, yeah, the gripe of the, the day. Gripe of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Sex VS. I'll just start with what, that. What's, grind, what's grinding our gears? <laughs> Speaking right. of which, so there's a couple, Peter and Lois, right? Yes. There's a couple, um, Peter and Lois, and this is a couple that we've been having, a, we've had a really hard time trying to get anything started well, with. Well, do you have with. one of those couples in your life yeah. that you're like, you're you're very interested and you want to get something going and you just keep, you have like 30,000 false starts, right? You just keep trying and trying and trying. It's like push starting a, um, a standard car. Yeah, <laughs> right. You like, you think this time it's really going to go, yeah, but you it think, just never starts. In your heart of hearts, you say, boy, maybe this time it's going to work. They don't have kids at home, <laughs> right? They both have jobs. But there isn't any reason why we shouldn't be able to hang out with these folks. And it, the pattern usually goes something like this. I'll get a text from Peter. I said, hey, what are you and Miss Wafu doing this weekend? Uh, and I reply, like, oh, you know, we have a couple options or we're... Or no plans or on no this plans day. Or no plans on this whatever. day or whatever. And he says, uh, he said, why do you guys want to get together? And he says, yeah, what day were you thinking? So, okay, at, at that point... You know, he didn't have a day in mind or anything like that. So I said, "Okay, well, how about how about how about Friday evening? We're we're free Friday evening." And he'll say, "Okay, let me go ask Lois." <laughs> it's like, "Okay." So, meanwhile, we're keeping Friday. We're keeping Friday open because you know we're keeping Friday open. You know, and the days are clicking by. Then in a, invariably Thursday or something like that, it'll be he'll text, "Yeah, we can't make it," or something like that. I said, okay, that's that's fine. How about Saturday? How about Saturday? He says. Or, or yeah, how about how about Saturday? Yeah, how about Saturday? Or how about next Saturday? Yeah. He's like, how about next Saturday? It's like, it's like, well, you know what? We're free next Saturday, so Miss Wafu and I are free next Saturday, so we'll go ahead and leave it. Uh, you know, we'll mark it off. It's like, and then what does he say? I'm gonna have to go ask Lois. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ask Lois. It's like, oh man, okay, dude. This went on for weeks. Weeks, yeah, yeah. of of him. Either I or or he suggesting a day, and then it seemed like it was a day that somebody had put some forethought into, or there was some that you know that everybody was bought into the day because you and I, I was always communicating whatever these days were to you, and you were saying, "Oh, that day sounds good," or whatever. Mm-hmm. And no, he was just making plans without first going and consulting with Lois. So eventually, we figured out Lois has no idea what's going no, on or interest. <laughs> No idea or interest in actually doing anything with us or anybody else, as far as I'm concerned. But you know, so it's it's one of these things. Like we gotta avoid the the one way or the one sided com- not one sided conversation. But make sure you have to make sure that you're talking to all parties, yeah, at all times. Because well, you, we had to figure out a solution, a solution. To the, because this guy was sending you through so many brain cycles, yes. 
trying to figure out a day yeah. that we could get together. But yes. it was just you and him. Right. You know? It, it, well, and you. Yes, yeah. and me. But you were spending all the time like messaging and talking and yeah. whatnot about all of these potential plans. So, so eventually we were like, well, what are we going to do to get you out of this loop? Right. What are we going to do? And so this Fafu came up with a brilliant idea. And um, whenever one of these cycles would go through where we're trying to make an arrangement, she suggested, well, why don't you have Lois call me? <laughs> and we'll we'll and we'll we'll figure out the day. And he'd say, "Okay," and then we'd never hear from her, <laughs> right? Dude, it totally worked. It totally worked. It totally worked. So every single time he'd be like, "What are you guys doing this weekend?" Yeah. Which would kick off the yeah. loop. Yes, it's like I don't know. You should have Lois call Miss Wapfu, and they can like figure something out. Maybe yep. we can get together. Yep. And then that was like the standard answer, the and standard. that just went on for like several weeks yep. in a row. And then they finally, he finally got the clue that that the, the conversation was over. Yeah. Basically, until Lois called Miss Swafu and made a plan. Until Lois was on board. It was on board. There was there was no plan. So that totally worked. And yes. we we're like, okay, we have to to- we have to share that with our listeners right. because it was like how to get out of just a bad cycle right. of uh, spending time and marking off you know days on the calendar. Yes, that you're thinking that you have plans and you don't. And you don't, right? I mean, because we like to keep our plans. We're not the types to double up on our plans or whatever or have a. I mean, we'll have a plan B, but it'll be definitely just a plan B. It wouldn't involve other people's time. <laughs> right, right. It would be something that, that Ms. Fafu and I would just go do. Yeah. So, uh, Taking up people's time unnecessarily is, is, is uh, it's unethical. It's bad. It's, 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 it's theft. I don't know if it's unethical, but... It's theft. It's not nice. No. It's just, it's just not nice. So... Would uh, you say it's unethical or just not nice? I, I think it's... I, I don't know. I think maybe other people don't realize they're doing that because if they're not ones to take plans seriously, then they don't understand that other people are taking those plans seriously. Exactly, exactly. So if someone uh, schedules something on a certain day, our calendar is blocked off for that, and that's what we're doing. Right. Um, unless a real true emergency comes up. But if other people do not take those plans as seriously, maybe they think that you don't right. or I don't. And so I don't know. Yeah, it's obnoxious. The point is, it's like you gotta, you have to get everybody on board. You have to ensure that everybody's on board, yeah. Or else you can be put through the ringer. And this guy really put you through the ringer. Yeah. I started feeling bad for you. Yes, <laughs> and I was, yeah, I was uh, a little, yeah. It's disappointing because we had actually hung out with them once and we had a, a nice time, right? Yeah, <laughs> it was so food. <laughs> the black stare says everything. All right, I'm like looking at you. I'm like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> you can say that. <laughs> So it the, was a nice time. The, the other note we had was a house divided. And I think that that kind of plays into the idea is that you don't want to be talking. You know, I don't want, I don't want to be in a situation in which I, the guy and I are the only ones talking without communicating everything to you as well or vice versa. Well, and I think people need to take to heart or you can take to heart the fact that that happens online so much. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's like a dude online. He's, yes. you know, surfing and he finds this couple that he likes and then there's an email and mm-hmm. then you respond back and da 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 But nothing's ever going to come of it because it's just an email between... Right. Two people in each couple, yes. one person in each couple, but it's not between the couple. So I think uh, solidifying the, the four-way communication is, right. uh, is helpful in it's, ensuring that you know, you're moving forward with your intentions yes. and not just like 
playing, yeah. you know. Remember, remember, there's a person on the other end of this thing, you know, this communication. It's not, you know, whatever, some anonymous fuck that you can just, you know, jerk around, you know. Anyway, so the, I, <laughs> well, yes. It, 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 what? I don't know. You're not an anonymous fuck. You can just jerk around. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> so I had this other situation. Just kind of wanted to bring it up briefly. I have. I had this. I don't know if I told you about these people who started instant messaging me right out of the blue, and they they weren't listeners. They were just people who found our IM instant message hands on yeah 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 from they saw that we had it on listed in cassidy or whatever so mm-hmm. they started instant messaging us and this was weird and by us you mean you yeah me right <laughs> so it was it was weird because so the first way that they start their instant messages by saying hey we're such and such and such and such and their ages right and i'm like okay fine whatever so i replied this is who we are, right? I'm horny. <laughs> it's like, no, I mean, it's like, let's see where this goes. So we have this conversation. It's not like this couple had very little experience, and that's fine. So they wanted to know about, all about, you know, what we were up to, or you know, what what we kind of how we we did things. You know, after a while, you're just like typing away. I'm like, this is like, I mean, while I'm interested, I'm, I I like helping people on their journey or whatever. At some point, it just sounded like the, in the communication, it sounded like after I told them all this about about essentially us um after a while you're just like okay well why don't you guys just go out and experience some of this stuff for yourself and kind of figure it out i know that a lot of people have questions and they have some anxiety or whatever about getting into the lifestyle but that's not really my point my point is that the next day they hit me up again to chat again and they introduced themselves by saying this is such and such and such and such ages oh like they didn't even remember that yeah i said yeah i said yeah we chatted yesterday it's like oh yeah so who are you again? You know, but, you know. So what are your what are your ages? And you know, what are your names and ages? I'm like, I just we just chatted yesterday. Dude, that sounds like the FBI, right? I think that that they yeah. You think they, I'm getting I'm getting catfished by the FBI? I don't know. It sounds like it. It was very fucking weird. And then they did it a third time. Because are you gonna bleep out the FBI thing? Because I don't want that like going across the airwaves. That's okay. I don't. I don't want a folder or a file. We already have folders and files. List. <laughs> we have we're, we have folders and files that were on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Am I on Clinton's list? Because I like to be on his list. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Okay. No. Anyway. So that was kind of a, a thing. If like if you're gonna chat with people online, be real. Don't uh, don't just assume that people are ready to. Uh, you know what? I have no well, idea. Well, and they on are. your end, it's like don't respond to every. You know. Well, you want to be polite. You want to be polite, but. Okay. You know, there's a limit to questions that people can ask because there's so much information available yes. already online. Yeah. It's like you don't have to be their personal resource. The, you don't exactly. have to invest. Yeah. You don't have to invest that kind of uh, resource into their. Yeah. What? Into the, it, what? It, it, <laughs> what are you laughing at me for? What, what did we say the topic was going to be? It's like, what? Oh, what's what that? No, 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 no. It's like, what, what are we going to bitch about today? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like people. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's generally people. it. People, you know, there's a there's a, and you gotta take a picture of it. But we have a we have a um, magnet on our refrigerator that says, uh, "Let's keep a list of people that piss us off." Right, right, right. <laughs> that's kind of our motto. And so we <laughs> we have it in the one, two, three on our topics yes. for today. 
my god. Okay, so dealing with difficult people, doing the um yeah, getting four getting the four way deal, yeah. you know, the four way conversation going yeah. I think is helpful in eliminating a lot of wasteful time yes. that people will engage you in without them being serious mm-hmm. in the lifestyle. Also we've we've um but we've also uh, engaged the fadeaway. Yes. So and 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 we've also been the subject We've of been the, the subject of the fadeaway, yeah. <laughs> from time to time. And you have read about this, but tell, you know, so tell us more about the fadeaway. Um there's that that singer that comedy singing duo Garfunkel and Oates, they have a song called The Fadeaway. Not and Hall and Oates? It's Garfunkel. It's, it's a joke. Garfunkel uh, and Oates. <laughs> okay. And uh, they they talk about this technique called the fadeaway. And you can, I guess, probably YouTube their, them singing the, the song Fadeaway. And basically, it talks about how you just kind of, you know, gradually decrease the amount of communication you have with somebody until eventually you sort of disappear from their lives. Uh, it's kind of a passive-aggressive way of dealing with difficult people. But sometimes, you know, you don't want to be... You don't want to be like this rude asshole, you know. But I don't know. Some Sometimes people... you think that there's no reason to be confrontational. Right, right. There's no reason to be confrontational. Yeah. Sometimes you just feel like, um, you know, this person has done nothing wrong. Right. It's just that I. They're I just, just not doing anything right either. Right. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so it's like, how can I just make this go away? Uh, like, uh, yeah. And uh, the fadeaway is definitely effective. It is. It, it Sometimes people will call you out for the fadeaway. Yeah. Why don't you? Why don't you call me anymore? And then you just don't respond. It's like stare blankly at them. <laughs> like this. <laughs> no. Okay. So that's dealing with difficult people. Uh, it, uh, insisting on the four-way communication, mm. not allowing your house to be divided right. by others, and you know, uh, and some from time to time employing the fadeaway. Those are effective and polite. <laughs> um, we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, for another topic: first impressions. Yeah, so sometimes you meet a couple and you get you make it you have an impression about about them and you don't really maybe you like them or you didn't like them. I mean, because we've had them, we've had it both ways. We had couples that we at, we at first met them and we really didn't feel like there was a four way connection, and then we met another couple, other other couples we felt that was a, a strong four way connection, and uh, you know, and things that didn't really work out. So yeah, it's just a matter of just giving people a chance and you know. Uh, I well, I don't know. I mean, like in the case in which we the the impression that we had with this couple wasn't necessarily all that positive. How did how did how did things kind of change? I guess it was just through having well, them around. For, or? for one particular couple, I can tell you it changed because we uh, well we spent some time with them on a you know couple on couple situations right. over drinks or dinner or whatever. And my my impression was very consistent. Yeah. That, you know, I I became actually even more uh, feeling that this guy. I'm like this this guy is not interested in me. Mm-hmm. It's like he has no interest in me. And so, you know, we we're we're friends with them, and we're right. going to be polite to them, but we're not going to pursue this on a you know couple basis. Right. Um. But at the same time, you had you and the female had like a great attraction to each mm-hmm. other, and she was like completely engaging and sweet and you know i liked her very much and so the couple thing was uh there but it was only on kind of a surface level for me Mm -hmm. and for the gentleman whereas you and her had a very high attraction level and y'all played together and all this stuff 
But it was like we just couldn't get the four-way connection going. Right. So after several times of like hanging out with this couple, we uh, we hung out on we did a Sunday brunch, right. and so we started drinking champagne at noon, and so. It was like it was like a come to Jesus meeting, right? Where it's mm-hmm. like all of this, like real information started coming out in these conversations because we got into these very deep conversations right. with them, and uh, you know, and I told them, I said, you know, why I've always felt like that you really didn't have any attraction to me, and he told me that it was because of the rules that he and his wife had. Mm-hmm. He and his wife had certain rules where he really wasn't allowed to play or he wasn't he didn't feel free to express interest and be a sexual person towards another woman right that their swinging was more about uh supporting her right. efforts to play and her desire to play and and that sort of thing and it was just a real uh, it was a realization to me that it was like what I was reading yeah. was not about him at all. Yeah, it wasn't about it was you. About, it wasn't about. It wasn't about me. <laughs> it was about his respect for his wife's wishes, right, and right, that's right. where we were. Was yeah. that we were, um, you know, he was respecting his wife's desires and their personal rules, their individual rules. And I think once all that was out on the table, it was it was uh, it was kind of awesome because I don't know. Then I felt. And I felt like I had a better understanding of mm-hmm. who they were as a couple and, and that type of thing. But the first impression was just like, they're unavailable and they're distant right. and, you know, that's that's not for me. And we can be friends, but this isn't a play situation. Yeah. And so, yeah, but through repetition, things changed. And it's like one of those things, first impressions aren't always the last. And I think through our um, repeated contact with those guys that the wife came to trust me more and mm-hmm. we eventually were able to play and I thought yep. that and it was a lot of fun and it was yep. awesome. Yes. But it was yeah, just a learning experience and I and I thought that, you know, first impressions are just not always true mm-hmm. because what I thought of them when I first met them was completely different from who they actually are. Right. So I think that that's an interesting thing to keep in mind in the lifestyle is that first impressions are not always Final. accurate. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So we had a small note here about swirl party etiquette. So, you know, eventually all of us are going to end up at a swirl party at some point. A swirl party, again, is a party in which uh, both the swingers and vanillas are intermingling, so to speak. And uh, Viswafu and I have pretty a pretty strict conservative standard when it comes to that, and that we don't like... We don't like there to be any hanky-panky going on around the Vanillas. We have a strict no-recruiting policy. We don't... Yeah, we just don't... We, we, we think that it's something that needs to be kept away from normal people uh, as, much as, as much as possible, mostly because, you know, we want to protect our identities or whatever, and we want to... Um, we, we want, or we want our, our privacy to be respected, and frankly, it isn't anybody's business. business to, we don't think it's anybody's business unless it's something that they, they have they've asked for in their lives. So we, we were at, um, I guess, a, 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 a swirl party. It was a barbecue. barbecue. Yeah. And, um, and it, it, what is this? a lifestyle couple's home. And I guess, well, you can tell the story. No, I'm, I'm, I've told a lot of stories. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you can tell the story. Well, you know, things, there was a, a few, there were a few swinger couples there and, you know, and everybody had their families there and everything and children you, and grandmothers, children and grandmothers and, you know, adult children and so on. So, um, there was a lot of beer flowing and, 
you know, people just kind of getting loose or whatever. And I mean, I wasn't made visit. I was not uncomfortable by what was really, let me rephrase it. I wasn't very uncomfortable. I was a little put taken aback by some of the things that were going on, you know, in front of people. Um, uh, but then again, you know, everybody has a different way, but as, as for me, I try to keep everything completely above board and no sneaking off or secret kisses or anything like that. Mostly because you never know when you're going to be observed. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe people think that I'm, will think that I'm overly cautious, but yeah, with swirl parties, I, I would think that, that the preferred thing, the preferred um, action would be to be conservative because, you know, whether or not you are concerned about your own privacy or your privacy regarding your sexual behavior, you know, you don't, you, you may not want, you don't, you, you need to respect other people's privacy about that as well. So am I even making any sense? I think I am. Yeah. I think you are. Okay. I mean, what, so what happened that I think you're kind of dancing around mm-hmm. is that we were guests in this couple's home and they're swingers, but there were a lot of, uh, you know, non-swingers there, obviously children and grandparents and parents and um, what happened was I went into the restroom and the gentleman followed me, the guy followed me into the bathroom and he wanted to like make out with me. Right. And it's like, no, this is not cool because in my mind, it's not cool because I don't care what all these people think about me. Right. They're not my, my family, you know, and they're not my personal friends. They don't know me. I'm a mm-hmm. guest in your home, but I just feel like, how is it going to, if someone were to see us? How would that make your wife look or yeah. your family look? Or how does it make you look? It's right. like I'm concerned about your uh, well-being in your community as well. Yes. And, and I don't. I certainly don't want to walk out of the bathroom with everybody pointing at me going, right. look at that bitch. Harlot. Just, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, then the other thing. I don't want to be that girl, you and know? And also, you don't want... Okay, so you and... You, you don't... It's okay, okay, so you don't care if any hypothetically so you're you're a couple and you don't care if anybody knows that you're swingers fine so you and another couple get freaky or whatever in a swirl event but there's other lifestyle people there right what if the what if the vanilla people infer that the other lifestyle people who are there are lifestyle by what they saw you and this other couple doing you know what i mean you what you did is you you may have inadvertently outed other other people other than the than yourselves and the people that you were playing with for me, I wasn't wor- I wasn't concerned about that. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I wasn't concerned about that. I was concerned more for the female of the partner. Sure, sure. Because then these are things that she has to deal with. It would with reflect because, on her. Yeah, yeah, because then your family, mm-hmm. maybe even your kids will come to you and say, mom or yeah. sister or whatever. It's like, did you know your husband and this chick? And it's like, she does. She would. Yeah. She would. And she absolutely wouldn't care. But it's still something that she has to address. Right. And it's like, that's not cool. Because now she's having to answer questions that she should not have to answer. Right. Because those are things that you do in privacy. Yes. Right? That's why we have swinger parties and date nights and clubs and all of these mm-hmm. things. So that in your home, in front of your friends and family, you can play the role yeah. of, you know. Of whatever role your family expects you exactly. to play. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't, you know, I'm not there to, you know, smack in the face of tradition. Right. That that's not my personal role yes. is to be the advocate. You know, <laughs> no, the, <laughs> the whatever, <Yeah. laughs> you know? So I was a little taken aback by that. And it's not that I haven't stolen a kiss from time to time, mm. but it's like, okay, swirl. 
since we were so in in emerged in the lifestyle, mm-hmm. I take swirl events very seriously. Right, right. In that it's no place for swinging. Swirl yeah. events to me is no place for swinging. Right. And actually, we have a couple that of friends that are getting married soon that are in the lifestyle, mm-hmm. and their reception is going to be a swirl event. And she asked me, she's like, "How do you?" How would how would you handle that? What do you think about having a yeah. swirl event for my wedding reception? And I said, honestly, um, your wedding reception, everyone should really be on their best behavior. Right. It's right. not, you know, it's not a no hanky panky. Exactly. Yeah. It's not a sex party just because some of your friends happen to be swingers. Yeah. Doesn't mean they should show up. We can't and restrain all take ourselves. Their tops off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They can't restrain themselves. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we, swingers live among polite society (laughs) and we can do it very well. And, you know, it's not a problem. Um, and swirl events happen in, and we've talked about it in prior podcasts Mm -hmm. when you said, well, if you're going to have a swirl event, invite your smart swinger friends. Don't invite your dumb swinger friends. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, there's obviously people that you're like, you don't trust to not, misbehave show their ass ass. yeah Yeah. to not show up and show their ass and it's like if you're participating in a swirl event as a swinger you should be a good ambassador of swinging yeah i don't know is that too much to ask no that's what i agree 100 percent. be a good ambassador of swinging hey don't write yourself off it's only in your head you feel left out Look down on Just do your best So I guess for the topics of today, um, dealing with difficult couples, there's a couple of small touch ideas or soft touch ideas that you can, um, you know, try to ease, ease the burden of dealing with difficult couples for you. Um, remembering first impressions are not always accurate. And uh, remembering that you're an ambassador of the lifestyle. And when you attend Swirl events, you know, try to be that. Yes. Uh, So I guess it's time to wrap it up. Wrap it up. For the day. Okay. So as we mentioned at the top, because I... (laughs) because <laughs> I read the wrong paper, but anyway. I gave you the wrong sheet. Yes. You, can, you can point your finger at me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll lick it. Me the wrong paper. <laughs> uh, uh, but your handwriting is very nice. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I've always gotten very good points for handwriting because yes. back when I grew up, you used to get points for, for handwriting. <laughs> handwriting <yeah. laughs> so again, uh, we're going to meet the Average Swingers um, over in Dallas on the 31st for a May meeting. May 31st. Sorry. Yeah, May right. 31st. Yeah. So if you're in the Dallas area... Look us up or yeah. look up Average Swingers because um, there's going to be a meet and greet right. in that area. So yes. it'll be fun. I think they have details on their website. Do they? I think. It, what is their website? I don't know. I'll put it in the show notes. Put it in the show notes yeah. on, on the blog and uh, you can look it up. We yeah. would love to meet you if in, if you're in that area. Correct. And then and the um, also we're going to not in New Orleans. That's in August. That's in August. I'll put the link to that in the show notes as well. It's a big lifestyle takeover event mm-hmm. that's going on. And, and that was recommended to us by SwingerCast. Recommended to us by SwingerCast. A very big shout out to SwingerCast, of course, because uh, 
uh, I had the, a chance to uh, hang out with them when I was in uh, at San Diego for work. So that was really cool. You got to hang out. Hang out. With Is that them. what the cool kids are calling it? <laughs> That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> Yay, SwingerCast. Yay, SwingerCast. Um, well, SwingerCast recommends this Naughty New Orleans. Very much, um, yeah. Yes, yeah. highly highly recommends it as being a very uh, organized and uh, wonderful event for lifestylers. Yeah, so, put together by a cool cool people yeah and we don't know the couple but yep. we hear that it's like off the charts awesome like if you're gonna attend an event yep. that's the one nine orleans is the one mm-hmm. to attend yeah mm-hmm. so come meet us at nine new orleans we'll be there um wearing our black rings and okay also in on september 13th we have a trip to austin and we like to invite our listeners to that as well um, celebrating your birthday along with with angie from average Swingers. she's they're driving down very to, cool to, so we'll be i think east 6th street yeah. Is where we'll be meeting and then going from there. We're gonna take over we're gonna take over Austin or at least like four bar stools in Austin. Four, yeah, at least four <laughs> bar stools in Austin. That's right. Yeah, they won't know what hit them. Yep. And uh, we're gonna Uber around and be fabulous and in Austin be, and be awesome. And be awesome. What is? I don't get not drunk. average. Not like average. Those swingers. Yeah. Is it? I don't get drunk. I get awesome. <laughs> That's what what's his face was saying. What the uh, from J and J last mm-hmm. night? That was he was he, he was saying. That's what my friends used to say. I, we don't get drunk, we get awesome. I love those guys. Yeah, they're cool. So we had an impromptu party last night, and like fifteen couples showed up. Yeah, it was awesome. It, <laughs> is that another way of saying we were drunk? I was drunk. <laughs> it was party party. It was. It was, but yep. it was good. Hanging out in the pool. It was my balls out. I know. I was just bobbing on Mr. <laughs> Mr. F. Okay. So, anyway. So, um, that's pool. That's another topic. Pool folly. Pool folly. Yeah. yeah. 101 ways to have sex in the pool without anybody knowing that's right. <laughs> that you're having sex in the pool. Anyway. Okay. So, um, uh, we miss Los Swingers very much. We're looking forward. Oh my God, we miss them so much. We're looking forward to their visit in October. October. Uh, already. Yeah. And we're still waiting for our invitation uh, to go see them in for Atlanta, when their kid yeah. is out of town. So yeah. when we get that invitation, we'll plan that trip. I guess they've been hitting up Trapeze, the new Trapeze Platinum or Deluxe Edition or whatever the hell it's called. Yes. Yeah, so they re, re, uh, revamped it or re. Yeah. They, I want to say retrofitted. They split, it into two, right. they split it into two clubs. One of them is a premiere club and then the other one is a less premier club and i guess the premier club's super expensive but, i don't know it really sounds nice. all it sounds all cray cray but is, uh, um yeah. i want to go <laughs> so hmm. as soon as we get that invitation <laughs> right as soon as we yeah so um okay our singers we, we got do that. miss our friends For from sure. atlanta Hey, uh, so we wanted to put it out there. Just a question: If anybody w- wanted to, I'm not even sure what this person would do, but we 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 could use some help, just some production help, help. right? Somebody help who could me. help keep us on schedule help. and help keep track of uh, potential topics, and somebody help we could just. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. <laughs> somebody we could just bounce ideas on, just have a com- you know conversations with about about the show, rather than just Miss Fafu and I. You know, I think uh, we'd we'd like to have a. We'd have to have. You're looking for a producer. He's a producer. We're looking for a producer. Um, somebody who could help us. Somebody that can schedule things. Yes. Because we're obviously not very good at right. scheduling ourselves. <laughs> so let us know if that's something that uh, interests interests you, and we will be glad to talk about it some more. Obviously, it will be unpaid. Um, we can pay him beer or sex if they're in town. 
Well, we travel a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's all we had. We just wanted to thank everybody uh, for listening to um, this episode of the Swap Food Podcast. Um, oh, I wanted to uh, real quick direct anyone that's interested in the topic of penis size oh. to a documentary I recently watched uh, called Unhung Hero on Netflix. And it was very interesting. So it's about a man on a mission to discover uh, information about his penis size. Okay. And it's it's kind of cool. Is so it? I, I don't know. I thought maybe the um, swinger community might be interested in learning about it. No doubt. I thought it was a good documentary. Well done. I have not seen it, so uh, maybe I'll check it out. No, you were gone. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for information on penises. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is like... You know, like one, I do one tweet and you'd have like, you know, at least 200 live ones showing up for you. You can ask all the questions you want. Yeah, but this guy was on a, like a real life informational type search yes. regarding his penis. And so I appreciate the honesty of that. Um, so, yeah, thank you for joining us for this Swap Food podcast. Oh, you want to tell uh, the listeners where they might find more information about Swap Food? Oh, yeah. Okay. So you can find us at swapfood.blogspot.com uh, is where we keep our blog that has these all these shows on it um, you can email us there's all the contact information is there as well you know if you if you can please leave us a review on iTunes leave us a review on iTunes because it will um, raise our relevance um, you know and uh, help other swingers and potential swingers find us out there I think we're also on Stitcher so if you look for us on Stitcher uh, we're also now on Stitcher. So, what what is Stitcher? I don't, I don't know Stitcher. Stitcher is a podcast streaming service. So, rather than downloading the podcast to your device, mm-hmm. it streams them like Pandora. Okay. So it's you know, podcasts end up taking up a lot of space on people's computers. So streaming is a little bit better. Does it create your own station like Pandora, where you can have all these podcasts that like or uh, like topics come in or no? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to say yes. I think that would be a good service. Yes. <laughs> if not, there goes our million dollar idea. Um, that's it. Thank you very much. I'm Miss Wapfu, and thank you for listening. We love you guys, and we hope you have a terrific summer. And I'm Mr. Swapfu, and remember, your marriage may vary. And yes, have an awesome, awesome summer. I know we will. Good night. Good night.